last time on Lacrimore. As Helga mentioned this, the possibility of fire, you think fire is definitely a very real hazard given how dry things are. You think there's a very real danger if you light a fire, light one tree on fire, then the rest of them might go down. Oh, yeah. You notice a strange kind of black mold start to appear on the roots, on the branches, on the trunks, growing more and more frequent and more intense. As you go near it, it starts moving. <laughs> oh. Two great roots stomping toward you like giant legs. Hello, mate. Are you are you resident <laughs> on, on this here land? Kel, with your 15 in nature, this is a dryad. <gasps> oh, shit. I guess that means we're in the Evermoon Forest. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. You go to zero hit points. Helga the hideous. <laughs> Just before you completely fall unconscious, through the blackness, you hear somewhere in the distance someone crying. So I think this is a good indicator of, of if it has a mind left at all. Yeah, the primary emotion you get is anger and loss. Like, it wants to lash out at anything alive it sees. It doesn't even have a climb speed, otherwise I can use my strength to hopefully shuffle up. You think, if the moon was once visible from here, then it can't be any longer because of the dust. This trail of objects leads you to something strange. It's a cocoon made of this strange, dense, organic material just lying off of the path. Mm. Is it open? It is closed. Is it like the cocoon we saw in the other place? It is very similar. Was there any sign of a struggle? No. You don't think actually anything was attacking this person at the time. Interesting. Nothing indicates to you that anyone else was actually there. You think they were completely alone. The cottage has been impaled by a much larger building, now <laughs> partly buried in the earth, as if it were thrown like a dart. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> this other building is much grander, it looks like, made of stone with intricate carvings like adorning it, and it's got silver decorations attached to it. I don't want to alarm anyone, but I think we are being watched. Where? Where are they? You won't be able to see them, but keep your voice down. I ain't seen a tree that could see the sun, but there was someone talking about it. What's weird about them? They were like all... all like ghosty. You go back to your weapons. Are they still there? The silver sword is gone. <gasps> provide mental stimulation. Stimulations of various <laughs> different kinds are being provided oh, by no. Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> by the medium of a very tired Alistair who's all skunked out. Right, let's let's sing clap if everyone is ready. Okay. Warming up my hands. Everyone do your stretches, your vocal exercises. 
scream into the mic a little bit. It's okay, let it all out there. I wasn't expecting this to involve any strenuous activity. I'm entirely unstretched. <laughs> I'm sorry. Does anyone else does anyone else mime clapping but not quite clapping on every countdown beat until the final one? Or is that just me? That's just you. That's oh, just, okay. I think that might just be. I don't want to waste my clap energy. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get into the rhythm. I sort of do like fake claps and then the real one. Mm. <laughs> that if it helps with the rhythm, then yeah, fine. Good. Um Maybe I should do that to help me. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, before we start with the main business of today, um, I do want to talk about an academic, uh, academic, an epidemic that is sweeping the country, a trend that I think is dangerous for this nation's children, like the foremost socio-political issue facing us today. Um, it's drawing dividing lines between the old and young, rich and poor, uh, conservative and liberal and i am of course talking about scrunking i myself tried out a scrunking yesterday he's um, a changed man i am a changed man i've now scrunked with the best of them i can't even begin to describe what a scrunking is like Look, when every man when, becomes of a certain age he knows when this is the time to scrunk when you're like sat around in a circle i was holding my bass clarinet right the person to the left of me rubber chicken the person to the right of me, coffee grinder, just like turned on and wearing. That, that's what I call skunk. And it was a religious experience, I would say. Um, I'd do it again. Right after the skunk, we sat around in a circle, and like every time you had to speak, you had to like stand up. And we had ended up having a debate about the Cars universe and like whether 9 11 happened in it. And we improvised a song about Asbestos Man, the man who comes Asbestos. I I felt like I was dreaming the whole time, but it's real, it happened, and I just had to get it out there. I had to talk about it, because I've now been infected by the skrunk, and by listening to this, you, dear listener, will become infected by the skrunk. I have videos. We recorded a video for Tim, that's the thing. I don't know if I should ever actually show it to him, because it might be unlistenable. <laughs> I, also- I need to see this now. I also have a video of someone's head being shaved whilst they were playing a violin, and I'm like, this, that's skrunk. If you don't know what skrunk is, that's what it is. Listen, it's, it's atonal music that Schoenberg could only dream of. Exactly. Apparently, in the right hand, skrunk can be sublime. Exactly. That's what they had on the, they had on the Google Slides, that quote. Because we, we had like some Google they'd prepared some Google Slides, right? They had a mood board. So, like, we were skrunking to like a selection of images, a selection of like words mood some emotions you know yeah. and it was beautiful um i mean yes yeah, gonking has been part of the at least the word has been part of like the english language for centuries like you know who can who can forget classic lines such as we are such stuff as squonks are made on better to mm. reign in hell than squonk in heaven <laughs> it is a bar yeah. far far better thing that i do <laughs> that i have ever squonked <laughs> April is the coolest month, Squonking. <laughs> Things fall apart, the squonking cannot hold. My life mm. squonked twice before it's closed. Things of this nature. Mm. Yeah. This oh. has been the squonking corner. Right, shall we sing clap again? <laughs> if you're ready to yeah. Nice. Good job. I felt like that suddenly sp- sprung up on me, but. The clap? Yeah. Clapping is squonk. That's the thing. You've all done it. it now. Depends how it's used. I've tricked you into it. <laughs> Welcome to Sleepy D&D. Welcome to Sleepy D&D. <laughs> Put on your little nightcaps. Are you holding out your candle? You got your Horlicks, your hot chocolate. 
I guess I'm all D&D should be a fun. I'm honking and shooing and me, 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 me. Right. Does anyone want to quickly recap where the party are? Otherwise, I can do it. Otherwise, I'll get ready to do it again. We had a fucking shit stolen, which I'm well mad about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yep. You see, we, we all went into the woods today, I'm sure of a big surprise. Mm. For a single bear, whatever that was, was chilling <laughs> out in a house. Um, <laughs> yeah. With a guy. It's... Yeah. Oh my god, that actually sort of rhymed. (laughs) (laughs) You've met several kinds of guy. That's the thing. You've met the bear. You've met the big ugly giant. You've met the little boggle. You also encountered a scarier tree man. You said that to be pretty chill once we left him alone. Um, well... Well, he walked away. (laughs) Hey, didn't he attack us? He walked away after kicking our ass. Yeah, so we we went down to the woods. We bought a tree. Uh, we realised that the tree may have a a like a, a tree partner somewhere else in the woods that we're now looking to find. We mm-hmm. showed up at a house. Um, George spotted someone who was invisible and chose to wait to see how they would act. Bad idea because they stole our shit. Um, and happen. we we met a weird guy thing called Kaggy. Yep. And a boggle called Boggle. Yep. <laughs> and a bear. Isn't it just... A, isn't I'm not it sure just, the bear had a name, right? The bear is just referred to as bear. The bear. Isn't, d- was, wasn't it just the silver sword that was stolen? Just yeah, the silver fair, sword was that was stolen. Sword, yeah. Um, yeah, and Evan tried to convince the... Uh, what is it again? The bugbear to, like... Fomorian. Um, Fomorian to let Opal Properties manage the house he's currently living oh. in and i think yeah. like didn't didn't like manage to like convince him but like at least got him to say okay i'll <laughs> put you i'll put you in contact with some of my guys at home mm. so yeah evan yeah. E- evan is on the hustle grind set of his his real estate team alistair are the trees romantically involved or are they just like good buddies are they roommates <laughs> Well, they just re- they're just best friends and roommates <laughs> we have we have to so i'm trying to like you know, view. I would invite you to try and view the story from like a different kind of lens, right? <laughs> Rather than the one of like modern relationship relationships, how we see them today, like as people, as humans. Like the Feywild is a world full of fairy tales, right? If you have like trees in love with each other, it's like that's how it is. You know, you're not meant to deeply examine that. I think when, ba- basically, like, that's yeah. Al- Alistair is saying, stop shipping the trees, you degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Alice is all you originally shipped. The whole thing is like you're trying to. Like, you know, these trees were shipped together can- in canon, and they've been horribly <laughs> torn apart. I, I'm, I'm so glad, like, Lewis Carroll did not have Tumblr. Like, that, that, <laughs> I think for some reason I got saying. Lewis Carroll confused with the Narnia guy, and I was like, wasn't he, like, an uptight moral Christian who thought sex was bad, and, like, women trying to have sex were, like, wolves or something awful like that? Basically, um, who was that guy? Which one was that? Oh, shit, I f- can't remember. The Narnia man, who was- Yeah, I swear, like, yeah, Lewis Carroll in his name. C.S. Lewis. Ah, oh, Easily confused with Lewis exactly. Oh yeah, C.S. Lewis. Yeah, he's not great, like, yeah. you know, views Yeah, he's just season 30. Women. I mean, like, you, you've got, you, you can't really separate Narnia from, like, the Christian conservatism, like, baked into it. But anyway, we've got sidetracked. Sidetracked. So, in, in the cottage, um, George picked up a key. The party also spotted a strange glass tube. Uh, with some dust swirling around in it, but Kagi seemed protective of it. 
Kagi has just also given you a tip-off about someone they spoke to, a ghostly spectral figure um, that might know something about the beech tree. And Kagi said, go, up the, go back up the path on the left to find them. So, what do the party do now? I think that's probably as good a place to head in the direction of as any. Yeah. Do we uh, see any tracks left by whoever might saw on our silver swords? Because I want it back. I'm very mm-hmm. angry right now. <laughs> okay, you can try to um, make a survival check. Does anyone else who's better at survival want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I can. Go for it. Not great. Oh. Is it just Cal who's going to have a go? Because that's an eight. I, I can certainly take you guys well if you're letting yeah. mul- multiple of us roll. I am going to mm. let multiple of you okay. roll. Why not? Okay, ten from Helga. The numbers no, are rolling in. That's <laughs> <laughs> a botch from George. Save us, Evan. Seventeen from Evan. So, overall, the party fails. That seventeen is not good enough, unfortunately. And we have a botch. I can't see any tracks. I, rec- I reckon they must have flown out of here. Up into the trees. Push, vamoosh, gone. As I think George looks around um, to try and confirm his theory of like something flying out of the way, maybe he tries to spot maybe another gap in the canopy above. So Bat wanders a little off the path, but then steps in some uh, cold water. His boots now wet. Oh, he looks no. down into the water and looks at his own reflection. Oh, you bastard. I know! I I had this in my notes. Beware of reflections in ponds. You son of a bitch. What do I so, see in my reflection? George, George kept note of it. George knows not to stare at it too long, so I'm going to yeah. give you disadvantage on this charisma saving throw. Disadvantage. Uh, uh, advantage. Okay. <laughs> you remembered this thing. Get disadvantage, you bitch. No. no. <laughs> charisma saving throw. I can certainly do throw. that. Your, you catch your own expression reflected in the water. It doesn't match your face. The George in the reflection looks more dour and miserable. Oh, no. Ooh. Those are both high rolls. 20. 20 with advantage. That's very good. Um, he shakes off a chill, a feeling of exhaustion, and carries, carries on. I, I, I imagine he instinctively like, like kicks at the small puddle with his boot just to disturb the water, ripple it enough that he can't mm. make out his own reflection anymore, and then step backwards. Mm, smart. You're now immune to that effect Ooh. for um, the rest of the arc, let's say. <laughs> uh, so put that in your notes. Um, if I forget, I've never forgotten anything before. <laughs> All right, so the party begin heading back up the trail. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I mentioned to the others as we walk, be careful of your reflections. Something Why? isn't right out here. Helga loves the way she looks. Well, you know how they say... Speak for yourself, love. <laughs> <laughs> You're just out of my muscles. So, how do we even find a ghost anyway? Um, not an expert, if I say so myself. Um, well... I suggest our first port of call should perhaps be this person Kage was talking about. They may know more. Yeah, so. but that, 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 is, that guy is the ghost, right? Wait, is it? Yeah. I oh, sorry, I maybe I'm getting myself confused. Yeah. I thought that you were talking about the one that stole our shit. <laughs> no. Uh, I've, got, I've got in my notes, Kage says they talked to a ghost which mentioned oh, the sun yeah. and moon thing. Ah, okay. By a waterfall. Oh, yeah. So I guess we're just yeah. looking for a waterfall. Cool. Yeah, det- I cast Detect Waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Hold on, why are we looking for a ghost again? Why are we missing Because <laughs> uh, the ghost... Because Kage said that the ghost knows where the other tree is. Yeah. Why is there just a ghost? Just chilling. <laughs> We're what, in the uh, Feywild. What... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, That's pretty normal, to be honest. There are worse things than ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I like I, I like how Kylie is like, yo, why are there monsters in my D and D campaign? I asked her what. I, I didn't ask why there's a tree monster, but I confused why there's a ghost. God, way to suspend the you're... disbelief. <laughs> you're in an apocalyptic Feywild. Like, I if there's any place for ghosts, right? Yeah, you know, I feel like I shouldn't have to defend myself here. <laughs> no, I'm not um, asking to defend yourself. I'm just like confused. <laughs> okay. Um. As you head up the path, you fork left this time. And as you continue, the trail suddenly becomes much darker as the branches overhead grow denser and denser until they completely shut out the sky. But ahead of you is a welcome point of light as you can barely see the path at your feet. Now, I believe Helga is the only one in the party with dark vision. Really? Oh, yeah, we've got two humans and, uh... Yeah, I can't see Wait, any Wait, what dark. are you, Tom, actually? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> uh, I don't have dark vision, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll take the lead, then. I don't think we probably want to light any torches, either, with all the dead oh, yeah. uh, trees, very flammable dead trees around. I can't remember. <laughs> Druidcraft mm. doesn't let me make lights, does it? No. I don't think so, no. Um, not that it's specific. It does kind of imply that it can, but doesn't really like specify. It makes you, it lets you see like three meters or whatever. Um, Druids can cast some sort of light spell though, right? Later on. Yes. Oh no, that's because of critical role. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll take the lead then. Mm-hmm. As Helga, well, how long? Do, how far away is your dark vision? Can I check? Uh, sixty foot. Okay. Yeah. 60 foot, I thought, so that was the standard. You uh, approach, and as you think you get a, a better look at this source of light, it starts drifting away further from you. This seems mighty fucking suspicious. <laughs> Reminds me of those uh, creatures in the bog that light the way, but they just get you to drown yourselves. Um, <laughs> so I'm not going to chase after it, I'm just going to continue on and be a bit more suspicious. You can see the path, and it seems to be further down the path. Do we all see this, or is it only someone with attuned senses in the dark that can make out the light? Uh, all you can see is like light. All the rest of you can see is like a light coming from somewhere. Yeah. Um, to Helga, it almost seems like a little orb. Right. What is out there, dear? Is it safe? Not sure. So your choices are: Are you saying Helga turns back, or like goes into the forest? No, Do you want to avoid it? Yeah, follow it, but keep your wits about you. Hmm. The ground beneath you becomes a bit soggier, like with the mulch of dead trees, dead shrubs. Mm. You continue. Can you please make for me, Helga? And, oof, I think acrobatics. <laughs> Interesting. As each step becomes more difficult. As your boots become stuck in the mud. Can I convince you to change that to athletics? <laughs> I think this is more okay. dex dexterity. Fuck. Nine is a failure, and you become stuck. Can I unstick myself using my boot strength? 
<laughs> Not quite yet. <laughs> this ball of light starts now drifting towards you. And you actually see there's a string of them. The rest of the party see this too, but Helga's a bit ahead. They approach you, and there's a burst of light and a shock. And you take some damage, Helga, and you you feel a bit sleepier, a bit tired, like your life force is being drained away from oh you. Oh god, wait, the lights are bad, guys! The lights <laughs> are not good! Okay, I really thought I already had that ready to go, but uh, <laughs> give me one second. That's okay. My guys. <laughs> We're oh. still getting used to Foundry, it's fine. Like, I remember Tarina, um, the... <laughs> Zelda had like a ball of light and then a thing like that light was, you know, a nice and friendly one, I guess. Nice. <laughs> mm. Well, as as with most things I think in the Feywild, yeah. they tend to be either good or bad, depending on what they feel like, the the will of nature and all that, the whims of chaotic beings. Mm-hmm. And you might say these things have quite a will of their own. Mm. Or of something. That. <laughs> um Evan's gonna see the movie lights and be like, hey, anyone know where the waterfall is? <laughs> this is before he no- he's noticed like Helga is like hurt or anything. Evan, shut the fuck up and help me! <laughs> what? What's happened? Oh. Okay, so that's six lightning damage. Lightning yeah. damage? That's just how it goes. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> yep. Zap. There's a little zap. Helga may be quiet on pain. The rest- what did the rest of you try oh, to do? Shit. You see this. She's now surrounded by a little troop of them. Oh, hey, mate, what was that for? And Evan's, like, washing forward, trying not to, like, slip and fall over. Acrobatics, my dude. Acrobatics. Uh, 12. Hmm. I think that's good enough to reach Helga. Uh, you try to start pulling her out. What do you do? Or do you try to scare away the orbs? What's your first plan of attack? Um, he's going to probably firstly confront the orbs. Oh, I'm always doing this. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe just wave his sword a little bit. Like, oi, what's going on? That sounds to me like an intimidation. <laughs> Shit, ten. Ten, and not amazing. All right, with that, um, partial success and a failure, one of them approaches you. <laughs> Shit. That's 11 lightning damage. Jesus Christ. You feel Christ. a little bit of your life force drain away. Uh, not good. Jesus Christ. Um, can I make a nature check, potentially, to see if I know what these things are? Having been mm. in the Feywild before. Absolutely go for it, George. 21 is very good. So this is a will-o'-wisp. Will-o'-the-wisp. This lures in. Adventurers making their way through bogs and swamps, tempting them with scintillating lights. But then when they're trapped, they will drain your life force, as you have just seen. They are ephemeral. Uh, you know, they can travel through people. They're actually quite difficult to hit get hold of. Quite difficult to counter. Only had that magic soul sword, hey? <laughs> okay. Uh, guess it's um, time to start throwing magic rocks. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Just trying to see what spells I can use. There's no reasoning with these things, Evan. Just get them off of her. Uh, right. Uh, right. Okay. He's gonna use his axe. <laughs> to hit one, which is probably a bad idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is okay, it, is it so, initiative now? So, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make this an, an a, a whole like initiative combat thing. I'm gonna play a bit more fast and loose in this yeah. situation. So, I'm first of all, I'm gonna give Kel an opportunity. 
to do something, whether yeah. that's try to help out the rest of the party or throw some magic pebbles. Good, throw some magic pebbles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so you imbue a pebble with some magic, and you. So do you literally just throw it? You don't have like a sling or anything. Yeah, I just throw <laughs> or it. Or is it? It says a sling. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Um. Right. So a nineteen is a nineteen is good. Cool. And as another one, perhaps is floating towards. Um. Another one is about to attack Helga. You strike it with this magic pebble, and it stops the attack. However, as perhaps you try to strike another one with these pebbles, an ethereal form emerges before you, Kel, <gasps> composed of silvery streaks, not unlike a nebula moulded into a human form. It raises his hands and says, Please do not attack them. I will... But it cuts off. As quickly as it appeared, it stutters out of existence. Oh. The will-o'-the-wisps stop, and for a moment there was calm and silence. Did we all see that creature that appeared? Yeah, but if you didn't directly see it, you heard it. Yeah. And the wisps just stop. They don't back away, necessarily. They've just stopped. They're hovering tentatively. They're unsure what to do. Can I get myself out of this fucking swamp? <laughs> you have time, Helga, to um, wiggle your foot loose. Whoever is out there, if you would be so kind as to call off your pets, we'd feel a lot safer. Behind you, George, the figure appears again. This is my pets, which keep me safe. I am sorry. Goodness, don't don't go around appearing like that. You could have given an old man a heart attack. (laughs) I am sorry. I couldn't help it. And then suddenly it disappears once again, (laughs) um, before appearing in another location further down the trail. What's up with this teleportation shit? <laughs> I cannot help it. Ever since the cataclysm, I've been torn between this plane and another. Hmm. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? I was once a dryad of the forest, and I still am, at least. I still try to be. Who are you? What are you? I... Humans? I am like you. I was a dryad once myself. Perhaps we can help you. My pets, my companions, will let you further through. Come, we can speak in my cave. Okay. Very well. They disappear once again, but now the lights move down the trail, illuminating it, and you see a rocky outcrop peeking above the tree line, and you see a dribble of darkened water fall into a miserable-looking pool, yeah. only filling... Like, a basin which might have been once much larger. So you think this was once a mighty waterfall. So not so much a ghost, then? I think George will say that out loud, in fact. Evan is still, like, hurting from the 11 damage he took. He's like, piece of fucking shit orbs. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Why are you even still here? (laughs) The shithole of this place. I heard that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, sorry, madam. Lovely place you got here. Um, if you like some woodland property experts, I I know a guy. Get this, get get this place looking nice and spruce and green again. I fear that's impossible. The rot has set in deep, human. Well, I can get like a, a you know, like the hazard control guys. You know, like dangerous substances and all that. Sure, it's nothing they can't handle. <laughs> the weight of the dead of ages old is heavy on the forest floor. Can they handle that? Um, what, what are your weights? <laughs> I am asking you, human, 
Are they ready to do what is necessary? Uh, what is necessary? <sighs> Once an animal dies, it lends its body to the forest. When a forest dies, its ashes scatter to the world and kindle new life. How does that happen? The real question is why is it not here? I see no new life, but I see plenty of death. We can thank the ash tree for that. Its rot has spread. My new form has protected me from it, but it needs to be dealt with if this place is ever going to harbour the life it once did again. Yeah, we thought and I hate to say it, but it kicks our fucking asses. We were told that there was another, a beech tree. Could this save it, stop it, cure it? I fear there is only one thing that can cure the ash tree now. You've now gone into a cave, like what would have been behind this waterfall once. And as you look into it, it's very gloomy, but I think Helga sees two gravestones as this spectral dryad is talking. Knights from your realm, the material realm, would stumble upon here if they saw the full moon and the sun shine in their world. When they came here once, they would be victim of the ash tree, which was always mercurial, angry, but the beech tree would try to stop it, for, well, they loved each other. The fuck did the beech tree see in that little shit? I'm sorry, he doesn't exactly sound like a fucking catch to me. In the old world, we loved who we loved and that was it. They would meet here, atop this once flowing waterfall. You could spy both the sun and moon hanging low, just above the horizon. Okay, like, Alistar, get the image of two, like, tree people just furiously making out. (laughs) The light of, like, a twilight flame out sky. Jesus Christ. (laughs) And what became of the beach, then? I don't know. I would like to explore further, but every time I try to, I get this terrible, terrible feeling. But when I remain here with these lights, it feels... I feel normal. Have they stopped flickering in and out of existence in this cave? They still are occasionally. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to, like, act out yeah, no, that's the, okay. the broken I was just, up I was conversation, just but yep, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, to clarify. Sometimes they're just flickering in and out. And what about you? Where do you go? I I found myself in a new place when the cataclysm happened. Suddenly I was in the realm full of blackness and silvery light. It was endless, a place with no land. A place where I felt like I was being watched by millions of sparkling eyes. But then I appear here again. And if I lose my concentration and my mind wanders, I go back there. Interesting. If I help you restore this forest, would you help me restore myself? Of course. We will do what we can. <laughs> well, that sounds like, sounds like a deal to me. But how would we help you? This place needs to be reborn. And I think there is only one way to do that. There is only one cure for the rot. Cure that goddamn tree. Unless we can find what became of the beech tree. We must try. I refuse to give up on the ash tree so easily. I do not think that even reuniting them might help the ash. It has lost its mind. So I, 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 look, I, look, I was able to peer into its mind slightly last time. Did mm. I get the impression it was entirely lost at this point? Um, could I tell? The thing even? is, that's quite difficult to tell. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
if just because you didn't hear like coherent thoughts at the time does that mean they're like the lost forever but yeah. i think george has the instinct they're pretty far gone yeah okay maybe if they saw sunlight and moonlight it would restore clarity but for how long they have been cursed somehow kel you may have to come to terms with the fact that there may be no saving this tree maybe too far gone but how can we know if we've not even done the smallest effort to try i am not saying that by any means but bringing this if we if if we were even to find this beech tree and if we were able to bring it to the ash tree that may spell the end for both of them you've seen what this rot can do just be prepared we may have to put it down i think kel just he, he says nothing he's clearly yeah. doesn't have a response to that just head <laughs> bowed burn it and the seed or a sapling may survive burn it Surely everything else will burn down with it, no? Yes, as it should. But before you do that, I have heard the cries of someone trapped somewhere in this forest. I would ask that you help them. Whereabouts are they? Back down the path, but I'm not sure where. I think there are a few more alive still in this forest than we may realise. In your time here, have you seen, or should I say, not seen a creature, one able to turn itself invisible? with a particular interest in magical swords. I have not. I cannot help you there, for I am mainly trapped here. I am sorry. That is okay. But perhaps I could venture out further if I could restore my body somehow, if I had an anchor to the Feywild once more. Oh. Hmm. Do we have anything like that? At that moment, would you like to make an arcana check to deduce what might be able to help? Yeah... I have a hunch, but I'm going to make the check nonetheless. Arcana. Don't have a great... Oh, I've been rolling very high today. It's Mm. all going to stop eventually. 19 is very good. So, I think George intuits that perhaps an anchor might be something physical, i.e. something that you could give them. Would the plant that I have work? Hmm. Yeah. There's only one way to find out. (laughs) Okay. I, I, yeah, I pull out the small... I, so I only have one of the three plants left, the red flower, after draining the life from the other two. Um, I take that and I hand this to the dryad. Mm-hmm. Would this work? They reach out and they try to grasp it in their hands. It doesn't... They pass through initially, but then it seems like a change occurs. The nature of the plant seems to be now reflecting in the body of this spectral dryad. Whatever the leaves or like little uh, roots and branches of this tree look like are now becoming the veins, the bones, the skin. Hmm. Interesting. It looks like maybe this isn't quite enough as their wispy form is trying to fully take physical shape. Maybe they, maybe they need something else as well. Maybe another item. Maybe something else you're carrying. Something else I'm carrying. Or anyone is carrying. <laughs> um, uh, does that green gem of mine that help? There's so many magical things I've got. Although, to be fair, it's quite useful. I have a goat horn, but I think it's going to do shit. Was the goat horn anything special, or was it just a goat horn you found? I think it's literally just a big goat yeah. horn. George's plant isn't necessarily that special. Yeah. Um, so you'd actually think, hang on, the yeah. goat horn might actually work. Yeah, because it was from the Feywild place, yeah. so I will yeah. produce my goat horn. Mm. 
bad at some point. So you hand them this goat horn. And I think now their body reflects that of a, a humanoid goat. They look pretty nice now. <laughs> so I, I think they're going to have these goat horns. Maybe uh, their feet are now hooves. But a lot of their body reflects the plant that George just provided them. And they say, thank you. I feel like I'm now rooted here once again. My thoughts are more clear. It's like I can properly see, properly walk, feel the touch of stone and wood again. I'm in help. your debt. Now, if you could help us find the beef, we stole our magical sword swords and beat the shit out of them. <laughs> Do they have to keep hold of the items to retain this form? You've now given them up, essentially. Yeah. Cool, okay. Yeah. And the dryad says, there were, there were some thoughts ringing around my head. I think George's eyes narrow at this. One of you was looking for something. Yes. I think I might know where it is. Where? Back down the path and go left. It was there that those took root. Will you accompany us? I will, if you stay with me. Okay. Do we get its name, by the way? Uh, you've got no name. It's got no name. Huh. Um, don't, don't give it a name. <laughs> give it a name. It's a but creature of the fae. Uh, hmm. Let's call this the Goat Dryad. Hmm. What's an uncreative name? Helga, you spot... Sorry, say that again, Kai? No, nothing. I was just thinking of Poker Jack's terribly uncreative name. Um, it's funny you mention names, but Helga spots a name on the different gravestones. I forgot those, yeah. What names are there on those? Are there only two, right? Yeah, there are two. One says Felicity, one says Aston. Oh. Aston spelt like Aston Martin. So, what's up with these gravestones? They belong to a scholar and his wife. The scholar strolled unwittingly into this world and almost became a victim of the ash. But he learned the ways of the forest here and he settled down in a cottage, guiding others who became ensnared. I remember him fondly. He had his head in the clouds, quite literally, in fact. He'd love to study them. The weather was always pleasant around his cottage, strangely enough, even if a storm swept the rest of the forest. Wait, when you say head in the clouds, then they were really, really tall. <laughs> Not quite that. Oh. He would always be gazing up at them with his strange device. So, do I think that the cottage that she's mentioned is the cottage that the, uh, shit, I forgot the... Sumerian. That, yeah. Quite possibly is. I'm not gonna lay out explicitly <laughs> as that. I mean, I feel like you should be able to make... I yeah. want you to make your own deduction. I'm picking here. up what uh, you're putting down. Yeah. What strange device did he have? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I knew very little about it. He often kept himself, I think, to try and avoid the ash tree. He knew where not to stray in the forest. Then what killed him? The calamity did. Oh. Perished in his cottage. His wife survived, but became an unfortunate victim of the ash. So the ash was violent before the calamity, before the rot took place? Yes. But even so, he was different transformed. There was nothing but anger at the destruction, at anything remaining, including what lived. I'm not gonna lie, the way you describe this tree, it makes me worried that the beech tree was, was like a victim of like tree domestic abuse or some shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the Latin word for tree. I don't know. Fuck. We're Arborian. gonna have to fight the tree yeah, like just in Royal domestic abuse. <laughs> no. Well, no sense Pondering on the past. Shall we get to seeing what it was you wanted to show us? This way, was it? So you're just back down the path? Mm-hmm. Yes. Perhaps we can save 
someone who remains here as well. So they lead you out. Yeah. I think tentatively, as if they're scared of doing so, as the uh, wisps remain behind. Your pets are going to follow us. They tend to stay there, where it's boggy, where the marsh is. I tried to get them to follow me when I tried to explore, but they wouldn't. And for some reason it meant that I couldn't either. So uh, how does one make a pet of something that tricks you into a bog and drains your life force? <laughs> I had no life force to drain, you see. Until now. Damn, that's pretty evil of you. <laughs> Is that not the way of all things here? The life force of every plant must come from somewhere else. Must draw its power from the dead. Even so, I must apologise. For you are not from here. I cannot understand the ways of our kind. I'm sure. We can come, get it, come to get used to it. You have no reason to apologise for your nature. Ast Aston the scholar did. Some say his ears became more pointed by the day, and that he wouldn't age as other humans did. Huh. Huh. Did Kage have pointed ears? <laughs> uh, no. The Boggle did, but he can't be the Boggle. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure he's not the Boggle? Because there's no way that Kage was a scholar of any fucking scholar. I mean, people lose their minds here. Like, that's... <laughs> what that um, race happen. was Kage again? He was like, he was a Fomorian. Right. Are they known to be particularly intelligent? Because no like, clue. I don't, I don't know much about troll. Fomorians. Yeah, so there's there's Fomorian lore that I could yeah. just spout out here, but I'm not sure why you would know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I won't at this point. Hmm. Oh, hang on. When... Hang on. I need to check my notes. Mm-hmm. No. I've got too many notes to put. <laughs> carry on. Mm -hmm. Carry on. I'm, I'm just gonna see if I can find something. Mm-hmm. Right. So you make your way back to uh, the fork in the path. Which way do you go? Uh, um, I, I probably point down this path and say to the dryad, This way, was it? Yes, the dryad said, that way. Onwards and upwards then, let's go. I think you, you notice George has got a bit more of a, a, a pep in his step. <laughs> You're looking awfully sharpy. Well, there are people to save, trees to find. Evil to vanquish. Oh, you're going through a what's, what's it called? Midlife crisis? <laughs> Except it's not midlife, you're just old. <laughs> oh, I assure you, I am way past the middle of my life. <laughs> what was your midlife crisis like, actually? How good does it know what to do when she gets to hers? Um, I, I joined a travelling band for a little while. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yes. What a man gets up to in his middle ages, it ain't your business. <laughs> Did you have fans? I played a mean banjo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on, I'm getting, I'm getting an opinion here that the people at your concerts were like fellow old grizzly men who like. Well, of let course. <laughs> you don't meet many um, cultured individuals when you are part of an adventurer's guild. You meet the sort that enjoy oh. a few good songs and a few good drinks. Wait, you mean band as a music band, right? Or not? Like, yeah, yeah, I still mean that. Okay, okay, yeah. right, because I got confused for a second there. Uh, you know, it was to pass the time between jaunts into the Feywild. Really? No, no, motor, no, no motorbike, no uh, extreme sports, no, none of that. What? <laughs> a motor what? No, dating someone hard. Well, we, wait, no, we, we have space travel now, of course we have motorbikes in Taruna. <laughs> wait, actually. George's middle age actually... would have been before the Taruna campaign, that's oh, right. the thing. Yeah. <laughs> wait, so no dating people half your age? None of that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, why? Why um, is that? 
There was one spell where I bought a small boat, intended to take it out every weekend, go fishing. Oh, your midlife crisis sounds so tame. How long is it have a way more interesting midlife crisis than you? <laughs> I am sure you will. Was he once a pufferfish volleyball player in his time? <laughs> Quite possibly. So can you all please make, as you're walking down the path, perception checks? Certainly. Are we looking for someone invisible? <laughs> Wait, are we um, looking back. to save someone or for the guy who stole our shit? Ooh, um, yeah, I'll, I'll take a 20. I'm just asking for perception checks, that's <laughs> all I'm saying. Yeah, for no particular reason, right? Just, just for fun. Uh, just for a good little fucking job. So, 9 and 5 from Callan Helga, but we have a 21 and 14 from George and Evan. So those two are good enough so that the party hears some little yelps Oh, a short way off the path. Uh, like humanoid? Or can we not tell? Not More animalistic, for sure. Oh. Not, not human, you think? Didn't Kel did, like, sense some sort of beast out here? I thought that was the something. Creep. Was that the bear? That I, I assumed it was the bear. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was the bear. Yeah, he discovered two things with his tree sense. Uh, one was the bear, one was the big tree. You yeah. met both of them. Okay. Hmm. Also, it was such a game changer. I realized I can reach my fridge, my snack cupboard, without like having to like not take out my headphones and all that. So. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah, welcome I'm to my world. I'm gonna have to eating sounds. <laughs> um, oh yeah, you will. I've been eating like over the past ten minutes. Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> Kel, you didn't happen to sense anything else out there, did you? Uh, nothing, besides what we've come across already. Hmm. Do you have any idea what that might be? Kel says to the dryad. I don't know, it reminds me of the cries of little forest critters, but I hadn't heard, haven't heard those in a long time. Well, only one way to find out, right? Uh, can we just start heading towards the source of the sounds? I'm going to cluster cure wounds on Helga before she goes <laughs> wandering you. off. Um... <laughs> because I fucking need it. I'm like half HP right now. Uh, that's the wrong spell. Um, ignore that. Uh, can you send me Evans so I can edit out the background? What? Wait, edit out which background? Just the what? white background on Evans token, it's really annoying. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tim, send it to Kylie. Thank you. Okay, Kylie, you get seven hit points Thank back. Thank you. Okay, so Helga goes off off of the path. I, I imagine we, we, we follow reasonably close behind. Yeah. I'm not going to let Helga run off entirely by herself, <laughs> but she can certainly take the lead. Mm. You pass the trees stained with some kind of disease. But then you chance across a hollow tree stump with some movement inside it. Oh, uh, can I, like, just stuff my face down the tree trunk? Mm. How tall is this tree trunk? I, I was, I was in, like, a little stump, but I guess if it's taller. Yes, yeah, like, it's, it's a little stump, like, maybe a uh, near waist cool, height, yeah, depending I'm how tall you are. Stuff my face down it and be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> you clear away a bunch of twigs and foliage inside after rooting around it. You grab hold of a bag. It oh. is made out of thick leather, and it has a lock on it, but it's wriggling. <laughs> and oh, you, hear, you hear little cries from inside it. Eep, 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 eep. Damn, who would put an animal in a bag? Huh. Do you think it's safe to open it? Um, I hobble over and hand the slimy key. <laughs> the oily key, sorry. To... Mm. Um, Elga. Wait, where did we get an oily key from? What the fuck? This is the boggle. The, the boggle gave it to me. Wait, why did he give it to you? Because <laughs> he didn't want it. I don't know. Um... Right. <laughs> and George hands Helga the key. The key fits in the lock. Hope and so you open too. it. So why is it oily? 
Was I would it? love though if it was just another random like the could the key in the lock aren't even the right size. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just actually, another like, fucking key. Why is it an oily key? Like Well the bogle was oily. Um, uh, ooh, ooh, ew. <laughs> bogle just emit oil. Yeah. Oh, um That's nasty. Anyway, yeah, I, I opened the key. The lock, I mean. Mm-hmm. Out come bursting out of a few tiny mammals. And I'm gonna put tiny mammals. God, they are tiny. Have they imprinted on me? Do they think I'm their They're mother? V- oh my god. They're very they small. Tiny. And I want you to be able to see the picture. Uh, the picture is not correct. God damn it. No. These look like little rats or water beavers. So their stats are based on a vat. What do you mean stats? We're not gonna fight these things, right? No, we have to protect them, which is the problem. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's these things. Oh my god. They look fucking adorable. Oh my god. <laughs> Are so, these They're very tiny marsupials, so they're called Giles's Planigales. Like, what the? <laughs> um, they might have another name. That I'm going to double check that one. It, they sound and look made How up. How do you That's spell it? Um, so Giles, G-I-L-E-S, apostrophe, Planigale, P-L-A-N-I-G-A-L-E. This is not a, who named this? This is not a real fucking thing. They, they don't look real. They look like tiny mice. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Have they imprinted on me? Do they think I'm their mother? <laughs> Everyone you meet, you're like, what? I'm your mother now. Damn <laughs> straight, I am. They squeak excitedly. Thank you for saving us. Wait, you guys can talk? Yeah. <laughs> oh. why, wouldn't we able, why wouldn't we be able to talk? Well, you can uh, talk. We're just small. That doesn't stop us talking. Yeah, you're fucking small and adorable. Who put you in the bag? <laughs> the nice man from the cottage did. So Wait. we could survive. And we did. Like, where is he? He said he'd come back for us. Uh, there's only two people at the cottage, and one is like... What does Morian look like again? Big, giant, mutated kind of guy. One is a real ugly fuck who likes to put people in his shoes, and one is a little boggle who's annoyed as shit. Neither of them sound like the nice man from the cottage? Oh no, I hope nothing happened to him. <laughs> yeah, about that, uh... <laughs> oh, like this fucking awkward... Oh. Oh, they look around the rest of the forest. It really was destroyed, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been a fucking shithole. Have you been in that bag since the calamity? We kind of lost track of time. How long has it been? Yeah, how do you guys survive in there? Wait, is this a bag <laughs> I was of going to ask you the same question. I guess time doesn't exactly work as one might expect here. When the nice man noticed something was going wrong, he put us in his little magic bag to save us, and... Magic bag. Yeah, is this a bag of holden? <laughs> <laughs> Tell Sorry, us about the bag, We both, we both immediately went to that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Helga, you reach your, you put your long arms into the bag, nice. and yeah, it just keeps going. Oh, uh, hell um, yeah. Hey, George, get in the bag. No. There's no end to this bag. <laughs> it is a magical bag of holding. <gasps> if I stick my head in it, what do I see? No. No. Wait, what, what do you mean, no? <laughs> okay, multiple <laughs> reasons. A, there's only limited air in there. B, I read a really fascinating story, like on on r slash dnd or something, about how a party managed to like they they exploited a bag of holding to defeat the boss because oh, when yeah, I think you, you told me this one, uh, did I tell you this one? Yeah, when you damage a bag of holding, like rip it, everything inside it is eject ejected into the astral plane. Yeah. So they chuck the bag over the head of this boss and then cut it. Hmm. <laughs> Effectively decapitating him. I know it's going to be decapitated for me, right? Well, you never know. I'm just curious, what do you see inside a bag of holding? Hey, what was it like in there? Little guys. It was 
we were all like floating around in this dark void. But you know, we held on to each other. We sang songs. We danced. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> adorable. We had a little yeah. jolly old time in the bank. <laughs> if he's gone now, then well, all that's left for us to do is to thank you for rescuing us. Well, what are you gonna do here, though? There's, there's, I mean, everyone's dead and shit. You have to stick with us. You'd let us? Oh fuck where, yeah, we would. Where do you come from? Uh, the material plane. I've heard of that place. Sometimes bozos from there get trapped in this forest. Uh, yeah, we bozos, like, uh, yeah. We like lay little traps. Sometimes we steal things from them. Oh, steal things now. <laughs> yeah, it's all fun and games. I mean, you're entering our forest. Those we are, yeah. But you can take these as a thank you. And they produce a bunch of seeds. <laughs> hey, George. Is this shit you ah. like? Um... Yeah, what sort of seeds are these? Mm. So these are, they say, these are from a beech tree. Uh, so oh. um, the name of these in real life is called an invol... I don't know how to pronounce this. Involuca? In- involuca. It's like the little seeds produced from some trees, such as beech trees. Uh, imagine just a little seed that's like uh, maybe sprouting. Involuca. You can eat it oh. if you'd like. Um, huh. huh. Uh, from a... From a beech tree, you say? Yeah, she's really nice. I liked her a lot. Okay. Um, you... Did you know where the beech tree was, exactly? Yeah, we knew where she hang out. We can show you if you'd like. Hmm. Oh, well, if you would be so kind, we would really appreciate that. Right, let's just find the path again, and we'll be right there. So... Yeah, I'd like to follow yeah. these. Yeah. Um, you turn... How the hell do you spell Involuca? <laughs> I N V O L U C R E C R E. So this is it's just like a biology term. Um, don't worry too much about it. Yeah, you you've got a little seed. Just one of them. It's, uh, I think one for all the party actually. Okay, four of them. Uh, is there anything else in that little nifty bag of holding? Ooh. Don't you have to like dump the entire contents to find that out? Yeah, you can, oh, you, can well, turn, no. you can turn can them we... inside out to like see find what else is inside. Can we do them, that? But... I can't check. To know about bags of holding. Uh, please be a good role. Please be a fuck. Seven. <laughs> um. Yeah. You don't. Uh. You don't know if you can actually like. You, you're not sure of the best way of like getting everything out of it. Um. But turning it inside out can work. I think. Yeah, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. You turn it inside out. I think you find some keepsakes. Ah. Oh, what are these? I think you find a collection of letters. And you know those little mirrors with like a picture of someone else in it? Oh, this I don't is know so if there's a word, word for it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's real sappy. But a collection of letters and a picture of a wood elf with the label Felicity underneath. Yeah, makes sense. This uh, little mirror you have seems to be made out of silver. Interesting. I'll uh, you, pocket that. You read the back of it. It says Forged in the Silver Mountains. Hmm. You heard of that place? No, no clue. <laughs> no one's yeah. You ask around. No one's heard of that place. But so far we've got silver mirror, silver mountain, silver sword that got that taken, got fucking stolen. Yeah. Do these letters? What if? So the sword also was missing a soul. Have we got two people who died out here, already drawing a strong connection to silver. It seems. What if maybe? Aston is still out there. It was his sword, or something. And that's why he stole it. That's why he took it. 
maybe Felicity's soul was supposed to be in the sword? Something but, um, like that, hang maybe? On, uh, the sword that was missing a soul. That had a yeah. statue on it about a really strong warrior, right? What was his uh, name? Like true. Did we get you a name ha- from that? I don't... You don't have a name. Yeah, right, it's just the, the random warrior. statue of a cool-ass yeah. warrior, dude. Um, those and that was, that was also a dream, so we don't know how much true. of that was true. You well, do know. So from the, you did learn this in the dream, but the sword belonged to a guardian, a protector, someone who served the family of the moth. Yeah. Right. Could still have maybe been Aston. We seem more like people just a scholar out here, right? Like learning about this place, not necessarily like a guardian of any sort. Um, yeah, but he was out here so long that he began to physically change. Um, he probably held down a lot of jobs. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Um, the letters, are they all just like sappy love letters? Do they like detail about anyone's research or anything? There's quite a few of them. Um, some of them are sappy love letters. Some of them are like studies on diff- various different types of clouds in the material plane and the Feywild. There seems to be a lot of writing on generally the, myster- the strange weather in the Feywild, at least compared to the material plane. Like the, the research letters and ask the dryad if she wants the other ones because she knew them. I don't see how, well, how we have any use for any sappy love letters. You're asking the Dryad if they would like like these items? The sappy love letters, but I'll keep hold of the research ones. They might be useful. I don't know. I would gladly protect it, like I have done his grave. Um, you cast your eye over the letters. Some of them also seem to refer to wherever the scholar's home originally was. You see references to places you've, you've not heard of actually at all. Places such as the Silver Mountains, these children forests, such <laughs> as Lorium, uh, places bro. <laughs> such as Ignea and Chrysotia. <laughs> I thought Silver Mountains sounded familiar. Yeah, you're right. I, I can't believe I missed forest, that. I was like, hold oh, up <laughs> Yeah, interesting. Was there an Aston back in that campaign, or a Felicity at all? The answer is no. Okay. But I can tell you that for free. Yeah. Well, um, can we get the Little mice to show us the way, then. Well, mm. well I'm curious what... Yeah, little mice. Hey, do you guys have names? Mysupials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, my name is Squeak. It's just a little squeak. And then all of them go like, my name is a slightly different squeak, and this continues several oh, times. No. The thing about having a name convention, right, <laughs> is that sometimes you have a limited pool of names. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to be concerned. Can't assign them to every tiny marsupial that comes along. <laughs> exactly. i got to dole them out. You know, um, they lead you along the path. It forks at one point, but they go. I think it's this way. And uh, George looks over to the dryad, and the dryad nods as if, "Yes, this is this okay. is the way I remember." Okay, good, good. You are climbing over felled trees. You're making your way carefully across um, tiny dribbles of streams. Careful not to look into the water. But then suddenly the path ahead is blocked completely. The trees are forming a strangely tight, almost like defensive wall, stopping you from proceeding further. Oh, okay. Is this normal? I ask to the dryad. This is not. No, it was never like this. Can you not just axe them down? (laughs) I think that's a surefire way to... Anger any awakened trees in the area. Hmm. So there may be no alternative. And the trees have just become denser and denser. It's not like this is something we can walk around if we trek off the path. Hmm. 
you trek off the path, and it seems like actually this wall of trees extends quite a long way. Mm. Uh, okay. Hmm. The dryad says, We could simply ask them. <laughs> I suppose it's worth a try. Yeah, I, I look to Kel. This seems like your area of expertise. I, I guess I'll just walk up to the trees and know what they ask. How's it hanging? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Can you hang out here off? <laughs> um, hello, is is there... Can, can you hear me? Understand me? We can understand you. Uh, is this out loud? Do they respond? This is just Kel, oh, okay. I think. Okay, fine, yeah. I, I think... Um, thing is, how did this commute... Let's double check mm-hmm. what... I think, technically, what the rules should be here. I think if you're speaking to a tree... Um, no, I'm just thinking what's cooler. No, okay, you can all hear this. Um, it's fine. <laughs> is it um, something that we hear in our minds, or is this something out loud, something audible? I think this is out loud and audible. Oh, um, yeah. Fascinating. Like like the Ents in the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> a crack in the trees forms a mouth, which says, We can understand you. It is useless to go further. Why is that? The path ends. There is no more. We're doing this for your safety. Was this where the beech tree once resided? Yes. She is gone now. She must be very far away. We have found some... Oh god, what's the word? Uh... Seeds. 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 Just use yeah. seeds. <laughs> seeds of a beech tree. Perhaps we might be able to restore her once more. She may be alive. We do not know. The forest is split. It is broken. There is no more beyond here. I know it seems a bit weird to insight check a tree, <laughs> but I don't believe it. <laughs> okay. Am I allowed uh, to insight, insight check. check a tree? Yep. yep. 23. 23. It does not seem like they are lying. You get the sense that they have no reason to lie. Um, okay. You get the sense that they are here for basically a singular purpose, which they have done for God knows how long. Okay, but do I get the sense, when they say there is nothing beyond here, is that as in literally nothing, or figuratively nothing they would acknowledge? Literally nothing. Okay. It seems like they speak pretty plainly. Yeah. I am sorry, but we have grown like this, so that we can hide the nothingness that lies beyond. We do not want him to grow angrier, for he might destroy us if he knew of his fate. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. The sight might drive him to destroy everything. But if we can restore it, then it might quell his rage, bring him back to sense. If you wish to do that, good luck. Is that a good luck will let you pass, or a good luck <sighs> fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> More like a fuck off in the implied, like, I mean, there is, you've reached the okay. end. Yeah. I, I, I think I turn back to the dryad. I, I, I do not understand. You said... It was this way. That there was more this way. It was this way, I assure you. We, we must be allowed to pass. We must at least see what's beyond. Let us see what's beyond for our own eyes. If you really wish to see, then I will let you, but be careful. And so this tree you've been talking to, gradually, slowly, with a groan, wakes up its roots, which starts emerging from the forest floor, and it creaks forward. There is suddenly a stream of dust and a howling. You are at the end of the island. Before you is a void. Hmm. Hmm. That is problematic. 
Yeah. So, does it look like there used to be more? Like, does the path just go off the edge and stop? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Oh, guess that beach tree is completely fucked. Yeah. And how far can we see? Because we've got this dust cloud swirling around. Is it, is it blocking our sight beyond? I mean, you reckon you can actually see pretty far, but, you know, yeah. it, it's kind of difficult to tell because there's nothing. Yeah. Maybe if you waited long enough, you'd see another island float by in the distance. But they yeah. are, of course, constantly moving. Yeah. Okay. I think George claps his hands together. Well, that is that, then. Seems we are left, but with what option? The ash tree must be stopped. I think Kel would just stand for a second, just staring out at the, the emptiness and say, yes, if we can limit the harm it could cause, then I suppose it's the only way. Yeah, sorry, man. The Dryad says, if you burn it, but leave the remains somewhere where it could be reminded of what it once was, then it might grow to be itself again. Show it the sun and the moon. I cannot tell you how, but if you did, then it might save it. But its body, and the forest, the rot, needs to be burned. Well, I suggest we make preparations then. No sense going in unprepared. Anyway, we have walked more than enough for these old bones for the time being. I suggest we rest here for a short while. You begin, actually, as Kel stares off into the distance, contemplating something flying through the dust. Oh no. Oh? Like a dragon-shaped thing <laughs> that he had. Indeed. Oh, hell no. Um, it glows the trees back up. Maybe if it doesn't see us, it's got no object permanence, and it'll just leave us alone. <laughs> this Draco Hydra, this dragon with many heads, flies over you and seems to be circling above. It's being followed, however, by something else. This one looks more like a real dragon, a standard dragon you're familiar with, with one neck and head. However, this one gets closer and closer toward you. Oh, and as it does, you see, it is actually one of these Draco Hydras. But with every neck but one, a stump. Oh, ah. oh shit. And there is a rider atop it. <laughs> well, we've They done. get closer and closer and closer. The rider is a great, muscly humanoid beast with horns and hooves. On its back are two great blades, and strapped around its chest are a lot of vials stained with what, worryingly, looks like blood on the inside. It is rapidly approaching, and rider and mount seem to be fixated upon you. Close the trees, close the trees, close the trees! (laughs) You shout this. The tree, as fast as it can, which is not very fast at all, <laughs> back in possession. Shit. Well, I'm going to drop my weapon and brace myself. Mm-hmm. This Draco Hydra smashes through the tree line, and the rider gets off. And I'm going to put his image... That's the wrong image. Fuck, <laughs> kill me. Every time. Oh, one day Arthur will learn his lesson. You couldn't let us have a short rest, could you? <laughs> God damn it. Helga's gonna die. I'm on 23 hit points. It's fine, oh God. it's fine. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, oh, oh please tell me he's friendly. 
<laughs> the art I've used is of the Capra Demon from Dark Souls. I knew that was Dark Souls. I never played <laughs> Dark Souls, but I knew that was going to be a Dark Souls creature. Oh, that means he's <laughs> probably friendly, right? <laughs> as long as he doesn't have two dogs. They land, draw the two blades. They are clinking with every step as the vials jangle together. Roll initiative. Fuck. God. Fuck. Thank you to Overclocked Remix for the music. We had Under Construction by Drum Ultima and Harmony, a remix of Spring Yard Zone and Starlight Zone from Sonic the Hedgehog, Via by Jillian Aversa, Tepid and the Orichalcan, a remix of Path of Repentance from Final Fantasy X, and Four Score and Six Eight by DJ Pretzel, a remix of Tetra Master from Final Fantasy IX. Thank you to James Uren for the cover art. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter and Discord. The links to which are all in the description. If you want to help us out directly, squonk gently into that good night. God damn it! <laughs> we needed that short rest. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, he's bad on so HP. Fun. I'm four away from that. I mean, yeah, I, 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 to be fair, I, I may have to tank some of this fight because I've got full health and I've still got my wild shape, which gives me more HP. I hope you have all these magic pebbles, Tom. Where? We're going to fucking need them. I missed one aspect of its description, sorry. Oh, yeah, one yeah. of its horns is broken off. Oh, oh okay. shit, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, God so damn it, that explains a lot. <laughs> mm, okay. I suppose. I'm, 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 I'm not too hot on spell slots, gonna be honest. Yeah, sorry. That's probably my fault. <laughs> um, I can do a, little, a few little things, but. I mean, this is like nice weapons if you beat him, but you get some good loot. <laughs> And some vials of blood that we can pour on the cocoon that we saw and could open. Is that what? Yeah, the, I don't know if they... Yeah. They, they look very... It looks, oh. you know what, strikingly similar. Oh, okay. The resemblance is uncanny. I mean, we do know that this guy was presumably at the mansion at some was point. Was this the butler? Wait, wait, really? Well, if his horn was there. The butler was a right? Oh, the horn uh, came from the mansion? Yeah. It did come from oh, the mansion, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... Carl, you've raised a good point. Was this the butler? The butler did have horns as a satyr. This is very different. They, their bodies are very different, though. Not all horned people are the same. Chad Minotaur versus Virgin Centaur. <laughs> Man, I am sleepy. I did try another yeah. bubble tea place I discovered in Beckenham. It's very good. So if you guys are here next, I think we should go to that one. Although I was lied to when I bought it, because like it's a Biscoff bubble tea, and it. The image had like Biscoff bits on top of it, which it didn't <laughs> in real life. So I feel cheated, but it was really nice. Yeah. Oh, if you'd let us have that short rest as well, I could have identified the tiny little griffin statue. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you removed the tree and so I had to no, enact fair. a consequence. That is fair, but it doesn't make you 
not a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to feel peril. It's like... Yeah, no, no, it's, it's honestly good. Like, like you were saying before, more, more encounters within like the period of not resting makes D and D actually more balanced than the players just cakewalking fights. I, I, I struggle with that when I DM. Is I'm too generous yeah. with when I hand out short and long rests. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's a really common problem to be honest. Yeah. Like, pretty much everyone's complaint is like. The adventuring day is like rarely something that ever happens, yeah. like as was intended. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I specifically did like at the very beginnings like Im- imply to you through Yuri saying like well, you're probably gonna die that you know it was dangerous and if yeah. I don't like you know commit to that <laughs> then yeah <laughs> I don't think that's good DMing. Um, I don't think that's like good storytelling. Yeah, it just depends on the sort of game you want to go for. To be fair. There's True, not necessarily yeah. a problem with having a game where the cat expect to be OP and win most fights. That's, uh, yeah. Some people enjoy no, that, to be honest. No, I've sure. definitely had players who enjoy the power trip of like, oh, we are so much more powerful than anything we come up against. What like the, the sort of one punch man vibe of like, yeah. haha, it's fun to just kick the ass of whatever whatever enemies you come up against. Um, but there are other groups that much prefer the tactical challenge of combat and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I feel like our campaigns in the past have often like being like that even if it was like kind of unintentional on my part given like how how powerful your characters end up being but yeah no that worked but what i'm saying is if i set an expectation and then like don't live up to it i feel like i would have would be like disappointing you guys or like just it would be disappointing for the story right unless it was like a deliberate subversion which i don't want to do um i want to very much carry across the idea like you're in a dangerous place um well i suppose i should stop recording yeah, we can oh, stop yeah. recording. I'm going to say it this time, because Tim's not here. Translates.